Last time on Geek Boss, may the 4th be with you. A Star Wars-themed episode. We talk about Star Wars and all things happening in space that involve wars and stars. Tune in now at Geek Boss. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat, and with me today is the G-Squad, Eming, Raymond, and Marlon. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday for us right now at this moment of time. Uh, how's everyone doing? Good. Surviving. <laughs> it's raining. It sounds damp. It is raining. It's sad. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, well, I, well. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, to just jump into our show today, um, I watched a lot of things over the weekend. It was the perfect weekend to watch some stuff. And so I'm just going to talk about about like the stuff I saw I know I think it was Raymond that reminded me about the Too Hot to Handle reunion show and knowing that you guys were not going to watch it I took it upon myself to watch it and I I oh you watched it too cool cool because I mean (laughs) as far as reunion shows go I was highly highly disappointed of the whole show it just felt really yeah it didn't make me glad I missed it (laughs) <laughs> well, it's because we only talk to like four or it's five people feeling. and not everybody. You know, the best part of the whole show was Desiree, and that's the, the narrator from, from the show. She was hilarious, and I loved her questions and I loved her energy. And I wish we saw her face more in the show because she's such a delight. But yeah, I mean, you would have probably been upset most of all because. I would say a twenty percent of the show was just Harry and Francesca doing Harry Francesca stuff, <laughs> and then everything else was just like, "Oh, let's just ask a question, and then they'll talk about it, and then we move on to the next topic." But yeah, it was just Harry and Francesca, uh, Sharon and Rhonda, and then like uh, two minutes with like Chloe and and Kells. And that's about it. That's and then so the show sad. ended. That's so and I was like, wait. What? Oh, yeah. And then Bryce sang a song that wasn't that bad. He can't sing. He, he has that sing. he has that John Ham syndrome from 30 Rock, or like because he's somewhat cute, or just gonna be like, oh, he can sing. It's like, no, man, his vocals were terrible. He was like, uh, I just you know what I miss though. I miss like the the like the the uh, r- real world road rules like reunions back in the day uh-huh. on MTV. Mm-hmm. I miss those because those were fucking interesting. At least in my opinion, they're interesting. They were really like, oh. yeah, real. And this was like uh, they shot it in one day as like the like that's what it, like Desiree said. I shot this in one day, and it is during COVID nineteen. And also, it looked like a lot of them have other things going on. Like, I like if you uh, in the uh, reunion, there's Sharon, and he's like in some basement or somewhere where he has like a green screen and a camera behind him. Oh, I did see a clip. I saw that. I was wondering where yeah. the fuck is he. So <laughs> I think the issue they ran into was like one, the fact that it's COVID nineteen, and two, I think conflicting right. schedules was happening. And also, I'm pretty sure it's probably difficult to like shoot this in one day, edit it, and then put it out there. And I mean, even. Desiree said it herself, like, even Netflix can make a show in one day, you just have to lower the quality of what the content is. So it's difficult with a shot in one day, probably slapped together that same day and just shipped out. So I don't think it was their best work, but I'm sure people tuned in just to watch, like, a full 40 minutes, uh, <laughs> that being Francesca and Harry, and then they have being, like, smatterings of, like, other people's, like, conversations. But it wasn't the most coherent thing I've seen so far, but... I think this is like what I think this is like the future or this is gonna be the present for Netflix if they're trying to do anything like in the moment, you know? Right, 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 right. And the, it was really short. But um out of it, I mean your favorite couple is now engaged. Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> he 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 uh, he asked her to marry her to the computer with a ring oh pop. A ring oh. pop. A ring pop. Because he's, he's ten. He's ten. He's ten. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna divorce so quickly. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you're right. They were together. Then they did break up yeah. to take a break, but then they did come back together. He lives in L.A. She still is in Vancouver. She's about to move to L.A. when this is over. And bada bing, bada boom, babies. Oh God. So, 
There you go. You mean that's the update you wanted for that show? I saw it in your eyes. I saw it in your eyes. Look closer. If there's two things that Amy is interested in, it's the cast too hot to handle, and it's Fast and the Furious. Yes, I I co-signed with that. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're too hot to handle, and they're too fast. Too and furious. it's too fast, too furious, and too hot to handle. I love it. Marlon, you, you just created a new... I was, was going to give you props today for your, health, your quality control, but now I'm just going to rescind that because no. now you just fucked it up and now I'm... And no no problems. No, no he props, made it no better. That's, that's, no that's too personal, no too harsh. <laughs> so, so for our listeners, Marlon sent me a text an hour before we were rec- recording today and told me there was some funky static on our last episode for like for like 10 minutes and i'm convinced that there's a ghost on our show because the static jump tracks from my track to raymond's track within like 10 seconds it was really weird so marlon he's now quality control of geek force wait, wait. I, don't, I don't know it makes no sense but i think it's a ghost because it went from like whoop to boop. don't don't y'all be playing um those games with cards and ghosts Maybe you open a portal or Are something. Tarot card reading? How dare you put that on us? <laughs> do you guys both do that? And that's no portal. That's just I, a side effect. You, so I blame yeah. both of y'all. Listen here. Listen here. There are no spirits video. involved in the tarot. Never mind. That's my man to say. We don't got time for this. This is literally an anime in a making right now. I love it. And now well, he lives the podcast, jumping between podcasts. Right, between sense. the two people that be playing with cards, like <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh, that's all I'm going to say. Says First the girl all, who wanted readings during summer. I was curious. Also, also says the girl that looks like Yugi right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I look like Seeley right now, so I'm good. No, no, you got here with that starfish well, we haircut. Looking like you got to send them to the sh- shadow realm out in these streets. Uh, I have been putting people in the shadow room in these streets lately, so that's my part-time job. I didn't want to tell oh you guys Lord. just yet, but the cat's out oh, the yeah. bag. Um, uh, speaking of cat's out the bag, Marlon, I watched your other favorite movie, Code 8. Um, <laughs> it was terrible. Like, it was so terrible. I watched it in two days. I had to, like, divide it like what I will watch 30 minutes like every hour and then stop and then do it again the next day and when I got to the end like the minute it was like black screen credits I was like stop okay and I was like I hope Marlene's happy I watched it but uh (laughs) I will say it is better than bright I don't know if anyone who personally knows me I went on a rate a rant about bright for probably six months that's how much I hated it so it wasn't as bad as bright um yes there's so many cringeworthy scenes and just ridiculous and lots of offensive stuff uh i feel like they're just picking apart stuff that black and brown people go through every day just to make it entertaining entertaining for the audience even though it's white people playing those parts i don't know why um it was just (laughs) it wasn't a mess it was just it was, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. It wasn't a mess. It was just, ugh, it was just like a splat on the wall or something. It was just so <laughs> unfortunate. Like, why? Why was this even? Oh, BML brothers. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's so funny how they have these scenes when they're doing things together. I'm like, y'all brothers, y'all even look alike. And they're like, no, I don't know you. You're you're a stranger, but I know you. I feel you. them opposite of one another when they are related we can see that they're related this is confusing it's like Jaden and 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 willow doing a movie together they're like hey hey i'm after the same thing so, let me help so, you yeah but we're not related so there's no attempt to like change no. how they look no. they they're, look they just look familiar. the same they look the same oh. and but the you gotta acting- believe that oh they don't know each other though they don't know each other. And that was what's driving me crazy. Every time, like, Steven would be, like, holding Robbie and would be yelling at him. I was like, y'all probably do this in real life. This feels like a real life thing. <laughs> Obviously, he's the older brother. And he's yelling at the little brother. 
in every scene. And he's cussing that- him out. Do better. And I was like, this is real life stuff we're well, seeing. No, that the was the part was, that was entertaining me, though. Is that what we're going to do? If the Hemworths movie, if the Hemworths ever make a movie? Okay. I am curious. Crazy. <laughs> I would love to see that. I would like to see, I would like to see, that would be, that should be Extraction Part 2. Oh, it should just no. be all the Hemworths. Oh, God. No, no, it should be all of God. And they the all from a different part of government. Yeah, they have to work together. Yes, I will watch. Have a three-way standoff in the home street. Who are yeah, you? Who they, are that's you? How they, that's how they all meet each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> not knowing they're related at all. They're not related in this movie. They just happen no, to have was, similar features. But like that's where it doesn't make sense, and that's where you, like you guys are. If they did that and they weren't related, it would be stupid. But like the littlest, well, I mean, at is, least tiniest detail of like we were all we were all grown in the government and somehow we were all related back to goes back to some ancient thing and that's part of the universe or something would at least make a little bit more Jason sense Born. Jason yeah, Born? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Jason like yeah i didn't see extraction yet so like i don't know the details <laughs> on it, you know that could be something because then like if that was the case they would each think they were the only one until they see each other in action you're like wait a minute those are uh the dude he's a stunt he's a stunt double master person i think his name is sam is his name sam okay. he's one of those dudes who's behind the scenes in avenger stuff he directed it and that's how sam he sam the producer. yeah his name is sam, sam hargrave someone needs to send him yeah this there's we just made an instruction too for him right there Boom. raymond you you can you can you can have your name on that but it was written by the russo brothers yeah, the russo brothers wrote that's it, right though. the russo brothers were a part of this oh yeah we'll send it to the russo brothers they wrote it when they were drunk and they were like hey why not just in case oh yeah uh cody i mean i'm not gonna say don't watch it but just know that it's 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 teeth like it's like one of those movies you see <laughs> at like one PM on a Saturday on like the sci fi channel. It's it's one of those type things. Hey, don't just the sci fi channel. They got some good cheer with the while. Well there you go. I'm gonna diss the sci fi channel one more time. No, you're right. It's not the worst. I'm gonna diss it. Well no, here's the thing. They have some good on there. They have Battlestar. They also gave us shit. So unless you you can't give us Sharknado, yes. There we go. But no, here's the thing though. Here's the thing about Code 8. Code 8, if they didn't say it was a different film, that could have been one of like um, Green Arrow's flashbacks. Yes. (laughs) Where he's like a criminal. (laughs) That could have been a flashback. I would have been like, it would have been a filler episode. Is it an episode? Like, he has the same speaking cadence. (laughs) We need to find this thing. And we need to have a plan. Yes! that was when oh my gosh he came so close to like saying stuff like that <laughs> literally it was like they i think this is going to be the uh steven amell's biggest problem with whatever role he has next is that his acting is always going to be like are you being the arrow again because it's like, the same voice the same delivery <laughs> like you gotta figure this out my man be in oh. a comedy or something because i cannot see you as not being the arrow and all these action the films they look the exact same sure. Um, he very he played a very short lived character in New Girl for. Uh, yes, he was the he was the oh, asshole yeah. model who was on. Yeah. He was really funny in that role. He was really funny. Like, hey, yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing on New Girl? I actually, I actually I really, I really love his scenes because he's high on shrooms the whole for most yeah, of the no, episode. He was doing, he was doing the, the, yeah. oh, the swing thing. He's like, fly. All of the rest of this <laughs> makes sense. Like... Actually, Kat, you're gonna find this best. This is the best part. All of this makes sense because as he's in the swing, uh, one of the characters is Indian, a new girl. I don't know if you remember this, but like, yeah. Uh, and so like he's dating her, and uh, he's high on shrooms, and he's just saying, "I love brown people," and like literally that's his. <laughs> line in the episode. And oh, it all makes it fits, fits Marlon. It all fits. Oh my gosh. I love it. It all fits. I love now it. Gonna, I gotta go back oh, and watch meta. Oh, meta. Really Good job, Good job. Yeah, Code 8, yeah. That's, that's, that's Code 8, y'all. But, I got through the opening uh, intro thing, and I was like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, really, I, just, I mean, honestly, I was that, done that, in that the first two minutes. The first oh, season the is the text, one, all the and the newsworthy clips. I was like, yeah. man, my finger was shaking right above the stop button. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I absolutely hate yeah, it. Than me, 
I do also hate it when films have like newspapers to like explain, like, don't just do that to me. Like, that's just a cop out. Like, newspaper, this is happening. Other newspaper, this is happening. Video of a news yeah, clip. Like, oh, don't on. get me started about how. Kind of fool of itself in a way. I'm like, what the fuck are you trying to do right now? I got a whole rant on how new worlds introduce themselves and how I hate like how most of them try and do it. And oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to make it past the first two minutes. No, oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because <laughs> that sounds like I. That's one of those I hate. Who does it well? How to Train Your Dragon. Great intro. Wonderful. <laughs> one of the best ever. Made. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon of all the movies. Pick up from the gang. <laughs> yeah, How to Train Your Dragon. Just shout out. If you haven't okay. seen it in a long time, go watch it again. I think I need. We all need to go watch How to Train Your Dragon. But I do want to connect. Yeah. But I mean, like, reconnect with this as we have more time now. So go watch uh, it tonight again. You don't have Check to. It out. But... Check it out. You don't I have, have a list. To. I still got to watch the Star Wars. I mean, come on. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> I can't right. connect with that you right now. Just put, you just got to make a schedule. You just got to work through schedule. But I do want to connect. So since Robbie was in Code 8 and he was the main character in Code 8, he was also in the other show, Upload, which I also watched in, a, in like all in one night on Amazon. Oh, that dang. show was really wow. brilliant. Yeah, I watched it all in one night. While oh, I was boy. crafting this my video game, so I was multi, I was multitasking, and it was, oh my gosh, you guys, that was one of the best kept secret shows that I've seen so far in the past few months, and it was, it was, I felt for me, it's what I needed since the good place is over and done with, and so to have like this dark little comedy pop up and have similar topics but different, um, it's a little more. Definitely more R-rated, of course, but it's it was the comedy I was needing, but I didn't know I really needed it. So I'm very grateful that I, I saw it, and I just I love the characters, I love the setup, I love all these. For me, I just came up with so many theories, like, but what if and if and what does this mean for next season? Like, I don't even know where to start. We can't talk too much because Marlon didn't watch the last episode, which I think is a very important episode. Shame. Talk about, Shame. <laughs> like, I would like to keep it spoiler free. I think the show is probably better spoiler free anyway. Spoiler uh, free. But if somebody was like Ray, if I want to watch Upload, what, what, why, why should I watch it? What would you say? What would you say to them? So. I'm Dwight, you ignorant slut. Um, picky. <laughs> I'm picky about this show uh, because really? in, in the general standpoint of how I look at the world and what it is, I like the show. Um, but um, I know it's Greg Daniels and who was one of the lead producers on uh, what you call it, uh, the, the American Office, Office right? Um, and I felt like he was failing at trying to do Jim and Pam all over again. And mm. it, and it just, I didn't, I wasn't down, like that part didn't feel, didn't feel, that part didn't feel good. And which since that being a huge part of the show, I mm-hmm. just like, I, I am still on the jury. I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to watch season two. That's where I'm at. <gasps> is you're wow. at that point? Because oh my gosh. It's Jim and Pam all over again. Like I like I like I like what the show is doing. I like the world. I think I'm gonna watch season two. Uh, I think I'm gonna watch season two because I like the world and I want to see what else he's gonna do with it. Because um, right. the world of upload is hilarious. Um, but because I feel like I'm just watching Jim and Pam and this weird, awkward, like, will they, won't they kind of thing, like, and it's just not as good as Jim and Pam, because I don't think Robbie Amell and the girl have much chemistry, but I like the two characters, but I just don't think it's I Jim agree. and Pam. So you're trying to do Jim and Pam again, and it's just not the same. It, it, it bothers me. So that's why I called myself, I, I'm calling myself out on it. I'm being a little picky about it, but that's, that's, that's what I was left with. I can see that though when you say that I I too felt those similar vibes and I thought like if if the writing wants them to be together or they're like teasing us like yeah. I like what her dad said was like it's not gonna work I was like I agree it's not gonna work like unless you're gonna do something crazy stupid outlandish in the future or something's gonna happen where they can be together <laughs> and I'm gonna be like do I want that to happen I just hate when shows rely on that as their main story motivator. 
Right, this right, right. Of, of, of two people in a relationship it, for like a, an extended amount of time. When it's a subplot, I like it. When it's mm-hmm. like, when it's, uh, but like when it's done well, I like, I won't complain because it's done well. But this one just didn't feel like it was done as well. I like what they were trying to do. I think just the actor chemistry wasn't the same. And so that mm. I just couldn't. There was a point where I just the fourth wall kept slamming me in the face. I, like it was that's why I feel like I'm being picky, but like it's a solid little show. I see why everybody loves it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I feel like it, I feel oh, like yeah. if the romantic part was a subplot, like if it was more about why, like how he got there exactly, like all the mysteries surrounding that, because that could be like stretched out in like two or three seasons of like everything that led up to why he's really there. That could be the main plot, but because it is like, we were to kind of put the romance first and everything second, even though I want to be like, I want to know like, well, did he or did he not? Did this? Uh, Is so-and-so behind this? What does this really mean? Why are there like hitmen? Like there's so much. And I I really want them to focus on that in the second season because it's like, I, I mean, I feel like that's a big part, and I feel like that plays a big part of upload of why it even exists. So I don't know. Yeah. I it's I like it because it has potential to get better. But I mean, yeah, it's the first season. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to say. I don't want to say any spoilers. But it was something I didn't think about right away. I need to know what happened to a certain character because they disappeared halfway in the season, and then right. they never talked about her ever again. That's that was that's one of my questions, but we won't talk about it because you know spoilers. But I agree, Raven. That's that's on my list too. I'm just like what happened? Like that was all of a sudden what? So like right. there's there's stuff. I I I've, I want to watch season two. I, I'll just maybe I'll take. Look back at him. He came, he came back. Two. He came back to us. Right. Yay! I don't like, I don't like him failing Jim and Pam again. That part <laughs> bugs me. <laughs> just at Greg Daniels on Twitter and be like, don't make season two be another Jim and Pam romance yeah, like just let, let, them... let, it, let it let it happen if it's gonna happen and and uh what's her name uh the girlfriend or the girlfriend the... is gonna be crazy and hilarious this next season i love her yeah. i love this so much she, she does the most all the time all um, the time i need to see the niece some more because the niece is I love her too. Um, My favorite characters are like, I love Luke because I want to know his backstory so badly uh, because he's crazy. And then, um, I mean, I like the little I love kid. His angel. His angel's right. hilarious. His angel's hilarious. <laughs> Alicia? She's- Alicia's the best. How is she not fired? <laughs> <laughs> Alicia's the best. I love fingers and <laughs> but leave yes. it to, like that's why I love her character. She she knows how to get around it, and like she's still fine. She I, right. I would love to know her rating just to just to. Right, so I know her rating too. <laughs> My one question for her is, well, this is I'll try not to make a spoiler, but she didn't find that thing, right? She was looking right. for. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but they showed so, where it was. <laughs> yeah, but so wasn't she supposed to be doing the other yeah, that's, thing? That's what. Oh, that's so what I love. What happened? That, what happened? <laughs> I guess we won't find <laughs> out. Alicia's the best. <laughs> I guess we're gonna find out. Yeah, there's just so like. I I am happy I got exposed to this little world, but now I have to. I don't know when they're gonna make a season two, or if they're gonna renew for a season two. So I just we just have to sit back and wait but uh marlon do you have any let me check words about this show too from what you've seen so far how dare you um i definitely (laughs) get like jim and pam vibes so hard with this one with the whole like i'm in a relationship but i like you but i'm in a relationship but also i feel like um they're really hammering it home how they're just not compatible um one of the main characters in like their their wives uh, which is like even more so than what they did with like pam and roy so i kind of like oh this is going to be a contentious part he's going to fall in love with someone else and they they really like played it very happy like oh this is going to be like a love thing fyi so they like wasn't really like anything like organic about it it was just like they're being put in the same space and it's like oh this is happening we're just going to like push two dolls together and they love each other. Um, but what I do love about it is uh, the concept of like this world, because mind you, this is like mentioned in like Black Mirror like a while ago of like, <laughs> oh, it's, I was like, oh, it's just taking a Black Mirror episode and making it a full show. Dope. 
So I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. Like, this is it was mentioned in Black Mirror. It was mentioned in Altered Carbon. This is a very like common like idea of like, what if we just made heaven this thing you can upload your conscious to it, so you you go there and the Luddites versus like people who want to do like theological progression. But it's cool seeing like how the world kind of opens up like this uh, Pandora's box of like, what if you get bored? Or how do you find entertainment if you've been here for X amount of years? And these like avatars, these the bodies, and just the future in general. And it's kind of fun and interesting, like just watching and observing and like picking up like, oh, that's a cool idea. Or like, I can see how where we are currently could lead to that idea. So it's just, it's a fun show to look at. And I feel like it's like Robbie Mel's chance at redemption because... <laughs> get a brief stint on Flash, a brief stint on Legends of Tomorrow, try Code 8, uh, but he's really sticking the landing on this show, so my hope is that he goes from here and just kind of propels him elsewhere. Um, right. Good, good job, Robin. You're doing great. He got out of the world of superheroes and find out if he just plays a conscious on a digital world, he'll be fine. He's honestly, like I said, he's a funny dude. Like, given the chance, his deliveries are really funny. His reaction is really funny. Um, I think, like, he's getting a chance to act outside of, like, the buff, dumb guy role. Um, right. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying him getting that leeway. I've been like, just, just be funny, be yourself, and kind of, like, his interaction with Luke is just fantastic. His, his, his interaction with, like, um, what's the little boy's name? Yes, they are. I love the little boy too. He's so funny. Like, they're um, like, that trio together is just hilarious. My God. I actually right. really, I really hope uh, what he really wants it, like happens in season two because I think that'll be hilarious for the three of them. That that to be the little trio is. Uh, oh God! Um, they let him do it. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> It'd be really oh great. my gosh, yeah. Oh wait, but then, so like my favorite character in this whole show is the AI guy because he reminds me of what's his name from 30 Rock? The the page that oh, Jack Ryder played? He reminds me of that kind of I like him a little bit more now because I was I was relating him to Janet too much and uh, but I like right, right. the, like the connection to the 30 Rock. He was giving, uh, me, he was giving me Jack Breyer's vibes the whole time because it's like doing everything yeah and then Amy was like this is David Wallace's son from the office and I was like oh, we're old we're very old <laughs> he's a full grown up he's a whole grown up you guys but he was just hilarious like this the one tiny scene where he like kept running into uh what's his name the main character and he was like Mr. Brown Mr. Brown and I was dying. I was like, "Why is he doing that?" And it's because you know. And when he like like multiplies himself Naruto style, he's like, buh, 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 buh. and it reminds me of uh, Zoidberg from Futurama. I don't know why, but it was just cracking <laughs> me up so. I kept rewinding that part, and I was just in tears. When he went like, yeah, with all his clothes, and I was like. Oh, this character is so good, but it's not getting the recognition. Like, it's doing it purposely by not getting the recognition. But we care about this character so much. Because how... And I bet you there's going to be an episode where he's going to be in danger of something. And it's going to make us viewers be like, no, don't let that happen to him. Because he doesn't even have a name. But I'm sure, you know, the main character is going to come to his rescue. But, oh, I can't wait for that episode. Because I know it's going to happen. That is my favorite character. But, uh, yeah. I'm excited to see more from this little show. Thank you, Amazon, for, you know, doing your thing and doing that. Um, Looking forward to future episodes. It got renewed. It did? I'm sure it did. Yay! It got renewed after it came out. Yay! So we'll keep you listening. They're not going to sleep on that. Good. Mm Between this and the boys, Amazon, you're doing amazing. Um, yeah, so keep you guys posted. Hey. But right now, I think it's time for Marlon's Corner. Oh, I thought you were going to turn off. I, was, I thought you were going to do a whole 360, and I was going to be like, no, he did not. <laughs> Sailor Moon style. <laughs> Commenting things by Dale. I'm kidding, I'm done. Anyway, um... <laughs> we love aiming don't leave us don't leave us uh but yeah um mm-hmm. i know last week we talked about uh assassin's creed valhalla 
It's going to look dope. I got to say it again. It looks really awesome. Um, I'm hoping it has the exact same boat combat that I had in Black Flag. Uh, I'm hoping that it's going to have the amazing brotherhood element of like acquiring a crew and just like taking over places. From what I've heard, what I've seen, um, you can dual wield weapons and shields. You can start the game off as a man or a woman. Um, the face paint is dope. The braids are dope. Uh, I just think everything is really cool and leading up to this um, probably, hopefully, one of the like magnum opus of like the genre. I feel like Assassin's Creed definitely is um, one of those games that has high points and low points. And the high points are always whenever you're in this like virtual memory world, and the low points are always going back and being some regular person doing these really like obtuse stealth missions trying to avoid getting caught by the Templars or whatever. It literally, the the whole story is just fractured between like mythology and Templars and history. It's like, it's like the history channel made a video game. Um, (laughs) literally if you've ever played assassin's creed game the history the fighting's right and you're like wait a minute do they just say aliens oh okay this is there's some some alien stuff and the aliens at a certain point become a big plot it's like y'all lost me what happened to just the history now i gotta worry about these aliens who came across stars (laughs) and influenced Leonardo da Vinci to make this invention and then clear from a celestial i don't need this stuff like, just take me to where the history is, and I want to stab some with a little thing in my hand. Um, <laughs> yeah. anyway. But more of them started being just that, eventually, Like I, oh, as yeah. far as I understand. I think they got a pushback after um, Assassin's Creed, because they did Ezio uh, in Italy for a while. And I think right. maybe Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was when they did, like, the full Adam and Eve, the apple, and how, right. like, aliens oh, brought yeah, was. the apple to Earth, and they're actually God. And I was like, maybe what? we've gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> How did he even get out? Of, like, okay, never mind. There's so many questions there, but okay. Yeah, it was a it was a wild time life. But <laughs> and you get a black flag, and you're like, oh, you're just an employee of a company who's just like logging history data. Like, okay, cool. I'm just I'm just doing this thing. I'm an employee logging data. Cool. We're not talking about aliens anymore. Fantastic. So I hope that they, they focus more on the story because the story looks great. At a certain point, there's like this like um, online rumor that you could potentially fight alongside a bear because you could be part of like a berserker tribe and i'm like yo you can fight alongside a bear as a berserker tribe i'm already in like there's a bear companion rolling with you this is going to be fantastic what is this golden compass what <laughs> are these boys <laughs> we have armor bears being great. companions oh boy was oh, screaming with his little red ponytail throwing axes at people and that's when they had me <laughs> <laughs> I want that and sinker Marlin. I I need great. that. Like I feel like it kind of goes. Like I I thought that the American 1776 version of Assassin's Creed was really boring, um, because it very much leaned heavily on like gunplay, and I'm not good at first person shooters. So like that Assassin's Creed lost me because I'm like I don't get it. Like I'm bad at aiming quickly and like jumping from rooftop to rooftop. But what I enjoy most is like being Ezio and like having to climb things and use like a crossbow and be stealthy. And like, this kind of goes back to that. Uh, Breath, of Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. It's like, literally, they show like a- You got a, arrows in Breath of the Wild. Oh, uh, you do? But not a crossbow. It's not much difference. That's true, true. But one of them is faster, it's more, it's more powerful. You can get like a one hit with like a oh, crossbow. It's a bit like aiming. Oh, aiming, yes, but- Yeah. Oh yeah. You, and I feel like, that. You, you probably got it a little bit. Oh, I'm oh yeah. And says, uh, first of all, do we need to take Marlon to go archery shooting? I got it. I got it. First of all, I love it. Next you, time you, on oh. Geek Force. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you what I the know. Worst Avenger. Exactly. <laughs> worst Avenger. But anyway, I'm just, I'm just being silly. I actually you mean, I don't know. You <laughs> mean pigeon, not Hawkeye. Oh, <laughs> pigeon eye. If you've ever seen that Parks and Rec episode with Patton Oswalt, he, he specifically says they got the B team on the Avengers. Hawkeye should not even be there. And he, and he was like, Moon Knight? And it's just, and it was like, he Parks and Rec where he had to like do like a, a filibuster and he talks about like Star Wars and yeah. Avengers. Yeah, no, that was, that was oh a great God. episode. No, that's and the cast and crew leave the room because he just kept going. But you know, like, there's like, 
You know that's He's like an extended of there's oh, an yeah. extended video because he did I he did it longer it. than they put. Okay, good, good, good. I watched oh the my! He's like I have saliva in my mouth. Can we please cut? Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's gonna be a dope buy when it comes out. Probably PS5 standard, so get that. But next year, on the side tangent, um, <laughs> it's quarantine is yes. a lot of things. It's crazy. It's wild, and I feel like what it's really doing uh, in a very interesting way is it's forcing entertainment to be kind of consumed differently. Um, I'm sure you all noticed that literally every late night TV show or every just daytime talk show host is doing everything via zoom and it's really showing um just how creative those shows can be and how entertaining those hosts are there are a lot of hosts out there that are just doing daytime talk shows via zoom and they're just not entertaining it's just really boring and it, it's very telling that all the audience is carrying half of the show that they're like yeah. laughter and whatnot Dang. um right. and for a lot of them it's just funny like if you've ever like watched john oliver on youtube for his like um yeah, he's still fine. Last week, he is still hilarious. Like he doesn't yeah. need. He 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 knows when to like pause, when to do a thing, how how long to do a bit for. Uh, the comedians are killing it because they are. What, I have funny content. I don't need an audience to laugh. But what I do want to say that Bill Maher um, is. I'm not a Bill Maher fan, but I did like watching one of his shows because he has his little laugh track, and it makes me laugh at how he thinks that that joke he said was funny. Um, to watch him hit a laugh track button at his own joke. That to me was. I want to shout out Trevor Noah because he's actually been adapting in mm-hmm. this because he's been. Uh, he's been doing slightly more stand-up-ish, but, like, he also has been throwing out, like, these little quick little family guy, like, uh, little, like, switch-arounds to, like, he'll be in the other side of his house and he'll be, like, pretending to be something portly. So it's, like, little little manatee jokes thrown into the Daily Show now because, like, it it works better. Like, uh, because it really does. Like, there's no laugh track in Family Guy. Like, and we, like, that's, manatee jokes are just hilarious because they're hilarious. But, so, yeah. Yeah, um, I, that's he's been doing that more, and it's been really cool to watch him like uh, handle his show differently, like that. Yeah, uh, one, one of the correspondents has literally been stuck in Australia and all throughout all of this, or B- Bulgaria. I can't remember what the country is. I, it's one wow. of the because I felt, uh, but he's been stuck there the whole time because it's been a. He must be sad. <laughs> yeah, like it's important. I feel like there's a lot of good content, and I feel like it's testing what's good content and what's just. Yeah. Been- pushed by like the network to be good content and i feel like a lot of these shows are gaining more followers and getting more viewership and even shows like literally john krasansky is an actor producer director and he just i don't know pops up his own little tv show in his living room and he just does live segments with his wife he interviews people and today he dropped a really kind of heartwarming or maybe it was last week he dropped a heartwarming yes. where um some fan of the show proposed to his uh fiance uh, at a gas station like they did in the office episode and he mm. got uh ordained online married them via room with their family there and mm-hmm. then for like the like walk down the aisle, he invited the entire office to do that like Chris Brown forever. The Chris Brown forever thing, yeah. And them do that for this like couple, and it was like the most heartwarming thing because they were just crying. He also had like Zach Brown write them a song. Zach Brown wrote right. them a song that he hadn't performed <laughs> and sung it to them, and they all cried. Even John Cassandra cried, and like. That was something he just did on a whim on a Friday. And right, right. <laughs> I cried so hard, Marlon. No, I saw that. I was crying. He doesn't have a show, but he's like, I'm going to do this thing because I can. And he's just like killing it. Also, his wife pops up every now and again. They have a little funny bit. Where, like she'll try to steal the show. And he goes, get out of my chair. And I'm like, look at the kids. And she'll like leave off the set. And it's just like this really interesting challenge of like, um, if you want to reach out to the people or not, and like, how are you going to do it? And it's, just, it's, it's awesome to see people be creative and it's like like a really time crunch and this like production crunch and just see them kind of go for it and make it just this amazing thing to watch. Because Jim is the best. It's Jim yours. and Emily Blunt. I mm. like my favorite couple. Jim, Jim can be problematic. Okay. Well, John Kukinski is amazing. 
Okay, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 oh, you have to separate the characters from the actor. Character is problematic at times. Which is good. He has flaws. He's, cool. he's, he's, cool. a, he's a real character. That's, that's what I love. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone else is problematic. This is also true. <laughs> but no, you're you're right. I saw that um yesterday, and I just I started tearing up, and then like I was like, wait, let me watch this whole episode, and then I was like, man. I needed this. Like we all needed that, just to see everyone like have like even like props near the nearby. Like Meredith had her wine, yep. and like was bringing it. And then like you know, you see Mike. Like you see everybody. You see Dwight being stupid. Kevin had his stupid tissue boxes on his feet. I was oh, wow. oh my gosh, I was in my feelings. It was it was amazing, and I was just like, wow, this is like the greatest thing I've I've seen all weekend. And mm-hmm. yeah, that that. Is secretly becoming like the best like little talk show, not a talk show online right now. And he just did it because why not? You know? Also, I love that in that scene with Dwight or the character who plays Dwight, the woman that he was like dating or like seeing in the episode is, is his actual wife that I just didn't know mm. until like, oh, is that the same person? What? <laughs> It, wow is it was it he was in his house and i'm like they're in the house and like they're like pajamas like either she's visiting or they are married right it's that's what it looked like too you're right i did love that he kicked her face because every time i watch an episode and he, he does that yeah. i like jump his foot be too close to her face so it looked like he really is kicking her though yeah, yeah. oh my gosh now i'm getting to i'm getting to i already like I it's like a very long video, so you might have to fast forward through some other genuinely cute moments where he's like showing clips of like kids dancing and uh, people playing the Olympics in their homes um, and like using household. Did you watch the prom one? The prom one? Not either one, actually. No. Yeah. That was really interesting. But you could tell there was like a lot of delays. <laughs> like oh, how good. things like crossed over, but it was cool. Like they had uh, Billie Eilish and the Jonas Brothers on. Oh. It was a really int- it was really I'm like, how the f- I mean, granted, I mean, that celebrity. Well he's a celebrity. He's like Ailish, his too. wife is Emily Blunt. I know, but he'd just be like, yo, do you want to do you want to do something real quick? Okay. I, and then just hop he on. Married into Hollywood royalty. I feel like if you can't email <laughs> oh, them, then Emily can email them. <laughs> is he the That's Alexander true. Hamilton of my mind is exploded <laughs> and she's a uh, so Skylar sister <laughs> <laughs> damn but yeah theater bird <laughs> all the theater kids felt that and when I say theater kids I'm one of them kids so yeah, yeah that's just like, that's my corner um, I'm really looking forward to just like consuming more media like this I feel like a lot of it is informative but also they really are definitely pushing um, a sense of like we're here for you we're all in this together so it's really awesome seeing them try to comfort people with the media that they know that they have access to like this we're, we're going to use it to like inform but also to kind of like promote this sense of like togetherness despite all this craziness that's going down and I just thought that they're like using their platform in that way so Y'all keep doing that. We're loving it. I'm loving it. It's cute. It's going to be great. And hopefully this is going to be like John Krasansky's like real to get on, like to take over for like Seth Meyers or... Uh, he might get a gig out of this. I feel like he's sure going to get a gig because he's but very creative for how limited He's also building are. millions of followers on YouTube. Oh my God, yes he is. Right. Is he going to... Because like for him, my question is, you know, he's a big movie star and like Marvel... Marvel obviously wants to, no he is because Marvel would say that Marvel has already like you know how many fans have been like please hire him as an as Mr. Fantastic please hire him. so I mean there have been meetings where Marvel has seen him and so it's only a matter of time he's gonna be in a in the superhero franchise and so I'm like he's always he gonna, gonna be Jim I'm sorry no I mean right now he's Jack Ryan and Even the Jack, Quiet Place dude that show was weird and no one watches that Jack Ryan I don't weird. like that show. It feels like pre twenty four, and that's it was really sad. Funny, it was hella funny on the on that prom episode. They had um, Rain Wilson on, and Rain Wilson was giving him shit about that show. That was Thank like, you, was like, yes. thank you, Rain, because thank you. It's, 
the first season was so offensive to me or the first yeah the first season was so offensive it just it felt like we were back in 9-11 time and we were hating on the middle east and i'm like it is when this show came out 2018 it's 2018 but everything felt outdated and i'm like is what years is there like it's 20 whatever i was like i feel like it's 2002 now like it it felt really outdated and i was just i was bored i was like i've seen this before but you know they're whatever they're on season two so great but if he gets a show out of this i would be more happy for that i'll be happier for that yeah so. more connections than jimmy fallon and Myers, my own, so. which is crazy <laughs> but i'm glad <clears throat> he has gotten 2.36 million subscribers Wow. Good job, John. Good job. Killing the game out here. Growing that YouTube channel, getting that cloud up. Go ahead. Using your talent. Can we partner with you, Mr. Krasinski, and make Geek Force? (laughs) I will do do comedy bits. Why? I'm just saying, I'm very, I'm very versatile. I can do a just lot of. Despite having no camera, really, really, really versatile. I mean, look, I'm just talented. I don't even need a camera. I need to do voice work and be like <laughs> Lana from Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> Hello. Oh, keep going. That's great. That's a great accent. <laughs> Wow, he, so we, could bring, we could bring his Jar Jar Binks impressions. Oh, oh my god. god. Is that what you want? Yes. Is that what you I want? want to Marley Jar Jar Binks. Let's not do that to Jack George Lucas himself. He'd be like, get that man. George Lucas is an important character. Fanboys, no. Swarm, swarm, swarm. Yeah. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> um so i know like every week we talk about a show you know we kind of recommend a show for us to watch i kind of already started when i told you guys to watch uh solar opposites which is just another rick and morty uh 2.0 show not exactly it has the same vibes as it but it's completely different i would like to describe it as Third Rock from the Sun meets Odd Couple meets Rick and Morty, if that makes sense. Because it's about these aliens are stranded on Earth. One of them's very extreme. He wants, he hates humans. He's trying to get back home. The other half of their romance, I don't know if they're a couple or just friends or co-workers. The other half loves Earth and is trying to just be immersed by human you know, life and stuff. And they have these two alien kids that go to like a high school. Okay, those that was my favorite part in the first episode, just the kids. They were doing the most. And then they have like this little poopa, yellow baby alien that supposedly is there to learn about Earth. So then he can uh, grow bigger and consume the Earth and recreate the world in its image or something. It, they said it in like two seconds and I was like, wait, what? And then the show ended and I was like, what okay anyway but i wanted to talk about the show because it kind of remind me back it goes back to code eight to kind of like how when marlon was describing code eight to us about how you know they were trying to make superheroes feel like they were being oppressed and just looked down and being second citizens and how that felt so heavy-handed it felt like a parody why did this show in like 50 seconds did very something very similar but it made sense in a way because they're like so they're aliens in the human world um these two kids go to the school all the humans hate these kids now half the time these kids are not doing nothing and they're just already being discriminated like they're like you are alien you come in here with your little shrink ray and da da that's racist. We never, we don't always have to be using our shrink rays. And so I was dying. I was like, this is similar, but has was executed way better. Now, mind you, you know, they, they are aliens and they do be doing alien things. But the fact that, you know, we get into that conversation of, yeah, I'm an alien, but I'm not the stereotypical, like you just don't know, even though they were. I, I thought that was so clever. And I'm thinking our writers, <clears throat> like in the entertainment industry, are they just trying to like get so much social justice stuff into these shows? And depending on the writer and how to be interpreted, like I, I, I'm trying to understand like from each viewpoint, 
it's 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 very interesting how like how we go from bright to code eight until this like this alien show same topics but like like how like how uh, is this just it's just going to be a thing that we're okay with do we want to see more of this stuff do we not want to see more of this stuff what do you guys think do I even make sense in what I'm talking about? No, th- I, I think because it's like I think because I watched all this stuff in one weekend, I was like, "Wow, this, this is a very common thing I'm seeing." Is it because well, of what's did, happening today? But they, I don't know. They they did it with the that reboot of um what's that show Party of Five where they like made it about like immigration, mm-hmm. how, like the parents they get sent back to I guess it was Mexico. I'm, I'm assuming it was Mexico or something some mm-hmm. some Latin country. Racism. And then the kids were like Vietnam. Yeah, oh, so it's like I don't know. It was like all like all these like new shows coming out are like you know they do have that like theme running through them. Mm-hmm. I don't watch them because I like dumbing my brain down at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like that's why, that's why I watch Bob's Burgers. There's no social right, right. Issues. I can just watch Tina do some weird shit. I'm like, yay, my brain is happy. Right, right, that's right. <laughs> Right. That's just me. But it's funny because, you know, the like Bright and Code 8, they tried so hard with that topic. And like with this animated show, which you know is already going to be. The thing about Rick and Morty and those cartoons is it feel, it should be dumb, but it actually makes you think more. <laughs> I, I don't know how they do that. So the fact that they did yeah, this that's... one scene in like 50 seconds was almost like a, a carryaway to what I like talked about, but they did that so well, you know? I mean, they didn't heavy hand it. They did it in a way where it was kind of like a parody, but it's true and you relate to it. I don't know how they did it. And I was like, I just encourage you guys to watch and see how you feel about it. But I was like, that was kind of done really well. And I started laughing because I was like, they have smart writers. But then again, I think they have a really diverse cast or a diverse crew too working it. So... It was it was genius compared to like the other stuff, but I highly recommend Solar Opposites. It's really funny. It does take a bit used to like the pacing's a little different than Rick and Ma- Rick and Morty because you know there are different characters. But the first episode, of course, is wild and crazy, but um, lots of references. Um, I loved it, so I would just say check it out. It's not a very long series. I don't know how many episodes are out exactly, but yeah check that out from Hi. from my side of the world Hi. you guys got recommendations what did i say earlier i did say something earlier um i forgot what it was now <laughs> no i was uh there was something i recommended to oh how to train your dragon that's what it was how to train your dragon well since we're going down the path of, of going down a rewatch the last airbender comes out in on friday and so that is definitely a geek force recommendation like the highest recommendation i would tell people in case you've never seen it i just watched it in like december yeah and so how did you feel about watching all of that how did you feel uh raymond oh it's fantastic it never gets says fantastic Raymond never says the word fantastic. So that's how you know it's really, really good. And so uh, <laughs> I, I, this is a must, must watch to see. Raymond um, approved. It's a Raymond approved show. That's hard to do. Very rare to get. Very rare. <laughs> it's literally true. a Dragon Ball. It is true. <laughs> that's, that's slander. It's not slander. I love that. here make Raymond Raymond just like ornery and cantankerous. No, he, he just has very like if he really likes something, it has to be really, really good. I He's guarantee one of those- if we went back and counted, I've said more nice things than mean things in this podcast. <laughs> Marley started laughing that? first. That's all I'm gonna say. He started laughing first before, I mean, before I said anything. <laughs> are we doing it by topic or thing? Because that might change the list. That's Hey, hey, I feel like he paints an interesting picture. I have to. So he's Bob Ross now. He's Bob Ross. All, all his cri- all be, his critical critiques are I'll happy give it to you. It might be fifty one forty nine, but I think I've said more nice things than mean things. It's okay. Listeners, did you I'm hear that? Please I think go he's, back I think and listen like- to all our episodes and find out if what he said is true. <laughs> if you can give me a number, you will win a prize. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I uh, that's a funny one. 
Yeah, I mean, the only thing I started watching on Netflix is Sword Guy, which is interesting, but it's all I started watching. It's the only new thing in my world right now. It's like an anime. It's like about this guy and swords and demons. It's very typical anime. Um, so okay, like, that sounds very... Possessed by a demon. Shout Fight off the demon that made him the way he is. Murdered his family. Has to like make amends and like use a sword. From some old guy who like knows the suit technique, pretty you know anime tropes you know all about. Uh, yeah, the only anime I started is Darwin's Game, and it's really really interesting. But I I I'm only on episode one. But uh, if you if any of you listeners are Demon Slayer fans and you read the manga, the last of the manga comes out I think next week. It's like actually ending? ending, you guys. It's actually wow. ending. Like it was a nice, really? it's a nice long, not even a long, but it's just a nice well-sized story like it's not too long not too short it's wrapping it up and i'm just like wow it it's it's over it's such like this story is one of the best anime i've come across because it's just so rich and it's never boring like there's it feels like there's no fillers at all it's just rich story from beginning to end and i'm just like wow this is it, you guys, and then it's over. But then, knowing the anime world, they're probably going to do a spinoff, but we'll see. But uh, speaking of anime, we didn't talk about Inuyasha. I'm not an Inuyasha fan. We're not going to talk about that. I was reboot with it. But I kids. have I to. I have to, Marlon, because there are people who like Inuyasha. Yes, how dare you? Basically, Inuyasha has, or the crazy Inuyasha has let the public know that they are creating a spinoff. Of, basically, is a Baruto spinoff of the people's kids in that show. And I don't know what they're going to be doing, but it sounds like Baruto part two, but just with Inuyasha characters. And it's coming out. And so... For me, I don't care because honestly, I'm one of those people that actually did not like Inuyasha. I found that show very annoying. Yeah, I will say it and I will own myself. I will own to it. I never got into it. It was very annoying. But the other people who really like it, this news is for you. If you are a big fan of Adult Swim and Toonami, this show takes you back. I skipped that show. I was like, "Mm, I'd rather watch Dragon Ball. I wasn't wasn't the biggest Inuyasha fan either. Um, So I'm not super excited about this either. But the the best part is it looks like the two main characters are both going to be women, which is going to be kind of cool. So like it's Inuyasha moving on with with like a uh, people love this world. So it'll probably do well if they like it'll probably at least be better than Boruto. Well, I don't know because people who love Baruto really love Baruto. I don't understand that either. So I'm like, y'all, True. whoever the fans, you figure out if it's great, that's great. Let me know. I I don't like I love Naruto, but I don't watch Baruto. So it's like, you know, uh, but I just wanted to say I think that's really cool because then I'm wondering, um, is people like are people in Japan like, hmm. I, we see that people are going back in time finding really great hits and bops. Let's see what we can remake or bring out. So what should come back out? And so I'm like, when I heard Inuyasha, I'm like, well, what other anime do we want to see to be either a sequel or like remade or whatever, rebooted, you know? Um, I, I I tried to think that really hard and I was like... I feel like this anime has an ending. That's what makes it good is that it's over. Right. Like, it is. That's why like literally when you told when you just said Demon Slayer is about to end, I was like, Ooh, wait, it's about to, it's getting an ending? I'm gonna watch Demon right. Slayer now. It's really like, good. You I guys, like when, but, yeah. when animes like I like shorter animes like that. You get to tell a better story. So that it gives me faith that Demon Slayer is better than I realized it was. It's Raymond, I'm still telling you, you will love that anime. And this Probably like the will. season season one is perfect. It's one of the most perfect season ones I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not exaggerating, it really is that perfect. I remember everyone giving it a lot of praise. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I was just trying to think of like, well, if they're going to go down that because I'm thinking even in video games, you see how many of them are coming back, like redoing Resident Evil and like Final Fantasy seven and like they're even doing that. And so I'm just like, well, where where do where does the line end? You know, like, is there anything I personally want to see or I'm just like, why? You know, I, I don't like know. Quality, though, I feel like Resident Evil games. I mean, there's I don't know what the quality of those games at this point in time are. They keep dropping a new one every year. It's almost like a, like a whole Madden thing where it's like, oh, there's a new one every year. Like, is the quality great? 
I don't know. It has like two features that the last one didn't have, so it's probably better. But I feel like, like all, mm. like, well, the, the nice thing about I I've seen more of Resident Evil. They actually I I think they're doing okay right now because um, they also have been like putting out little extra like this Resident Evil Three remake. Everyone loved. Everyone seemed to have liked the remake. Um, that I've talked to, I would love mm-hmm. to see the Metacritic score on it actually. But um, the uh, and they also added this little side game where it's like Resident Evil: The Escape Room, um, and they like spent a lot of time on this where like you can either pair up in a group of four and like go try to get through this little escape room basically with zombies and all this stuff, um, or you can just this is all online co-op basically. You are a group of four trying to finish the puzzle while there's another person online putting puzzles into. Uh, the putting puzzles into the game trying to like make you um make you like like he's he's controlling the escape room basically so you're playing against someone online while you're playing with your friends it's it's a cool little experience i played it recently um so they're like doing cool stuff for resident evil i just don't know how many people are actually playing it that's the real question i got 91 raymond okay because they like it has great reviews so it's mm. it's a good game. They did a lot with it. Well, yeah, I heard people really like that game a lot. Um, I re- yesterday I just read about how they're doing uh, Resident Evil Eight and how people were like, or like they're kind of comparing it to Seven. They're like it's it's even more it's even darker and more gruesome than Seven. And so some of my friends were like, they said that about Seven. So I don't know what that means. And and they didn't really like Seven, so they're like, we're not really looking forward to the I didn't play seven. mediocre eight. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, this is happening. <laughs> I don't I, I don't play Resident Evil, but I do like I do like the the story and lore from the games. But I don't play. But it's just I, I keep seeing that game, and I'm like, are they redoing it? Like I don't know what's happening, but I just <laughs> I just know like from the Final Fantasy side of things, like how they redid seven. I'm like, that's how you redo a whole game. But at the same time, it's like they say it's a remake. But it's not a remake because they added a whole bunch of new stuff. Like the further I go in, I'm like, this wasn't in the original game. And the fact that this is just part one and there's going to be like five parts or something. I'm going to be playing this game until I'm like 40. Four parts. Okay. I'm going to be playing this game until I'm like 40. And I'm fine with that. But (laughs) this is a whole game that I played when I I was like nine. Four years. (laughs) What like <laughs> like you, how they throw out these Assassin's Creed games and stuff like that yeah, every year? There's yeah. a new Assassin's Creed or something. That if right. that's not the way Square Enix is doing this Final Fantasy VII, if we have to wait longer than a year, they're messing up. You do. Up. They like, are. You're gonna have to wait like mistake. two to three more years. But it's that's only because one quarantine time right now, and two, there's so oh, much technology and so much stuff they're trying to put in. Like, then I feel like it's gonna be Kingdom Hearts, where like, <laughs> like the first the first set are gonna be really good, and then it's it's just gonna take so long to finish that Don't it's gonna start that. tanking. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I'm already, trained, I'm already trained to accept that because I am like the biggest Kingdom Hearts fan that you know. So I'm already trained to accept that. I waited 15 years for the third game, and even though it was okay, I was still happy that it was here. And whatever, we're not gonna talk about that. But. So damn. <laughs> It's way better than Fallout 76. That's all I'm going to say. A lot of things are better than Pong. <laughs> Pong 17, whatever it came out, was probably better than Fallout 76. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but yeah, so again, you guys, I'm, if you guys want to talk about it on social media and in, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, what do you guys think about remakes as far as entertainment, as like TV, movies, video games? Is that going to, like, are you fine with that? Do you want it to stop? Do you want it to kind of have a mixture of mm. it can happen, but we need it like revamped for modern day times or something. I'm laugh. not saying like, like how Disney has computer animation frame by frame of like the original movie. We don't want that. We want like a Mulan, which I'm still waiting to go see. Here's my life. I come out again. One more time. I just feel like if okay. reboot, who's going to say Kagome? Like that, that was like ninety percent of the, the dialogue in Inuyasha. It's probably gonna be the theme song. It's gonna be the theme song, Marlon. It's gonna be like Kugame, 
Kagame. That's how that's that's you're gonna get your fix in the in that. I don't call her and in the dub version, I don't call my mother mom. I call her Kagome because that's all I heard when I was in her womb. <laughs> Done. I already told you the first episode. Okay. Okay, you guys. I'm gonna wrap this up. Thank you again for coming out today. I'm like coming out today. Thank you for sitting down in your chairs and turning on your mics to talk with me today. It's been really great. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, shout out to our listeners again. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You know who we are. Spencer, Geek Force Squad. Me. Don't confuse the children, Marlon. Um, <laughs> big thanks to Amy, Raymond, and Marlon for always coming out, sticking out to the topics, talking about the topics, and all that jazz. Um, anything else you want to say, Amy? Since I feel like I, you didn't have Amy's corner today. Oh, any any I advice lost. you would give to our listeners? What the oh, wise one. Today? What does car say today? Yo, if we had a car reader, the anniversary. What's what's symbolic life for our readers? What's in the what's in the tarot forecast? Say hi to the room for me. I know. Say hi to the ghost. Here the ghost go. Is it Casper? I love Casper. I don't like Casper. Casper's an asshole. Podcast ghost. Whoa! Oh my gosh! Yes. Freedom of expression is a gift and what makes you, you. Always feel comfortable expressing your individuality regardless of what others think. Your style, beliefs, and interests create a unique picture to share with the world. Take that home. Yeah, I mean, this might not be a bad idea. Oh my gosh, it's Marlon. That's a solid looking black guy. I love that. But then it, it's Andre 3000. Oh, word? Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we just need to get Marlon those clothes, and that would be him. Anyway, <laughs> Caroline, All right, I'm going against everything I just Caroline, said earlier. I know. Guys, you think we're <laughs> What's oh up? my god, this is... that's all. That's all the words you know. Okay. <laughs> no, I just was stopping. You, you were trying to wrap okay. it up. I'm not trying to take. I was it like, okay, okay. Um, so thanks you guys for coming around. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Um, I don't know how to end this except you know. Stay safe, wash your hands, and geek on. And fix your camera. Kidding, kidding. I'm joking. That, that was that was directed at me. That was directed at me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Mike, now my camera's never coming on because you said that. <laughs> this episode of Queston Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California. This episode of Queston Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.